questions are these. How are producers like you, who did not get hand-selected as a new all-star on an established record label, able to get music into the hands of true fans while taking your career to the next level? How are we able to take our tracks and projects we believe in out into the world for pay and still stay true to our creative vision? These are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kay Brown and this is You're With The DJ, co-hosted by Nikki Berry. We are back with another episode of You're With The DJ. Kicking off the last interview portion with Subrhythm, we talk a bit about nightlife responsibility, upgrades during quarantine, and plugins he's currently using. Let's go ahead and dive in. It's hard to imitate a, a venue or a festival. Yeah. You guys, have you seen what's gone on in Europe? Um, the the day clubs so. that have opened up. No. So there's a couple of videos. Is it where they each have their up, own little like don't call me like, section? No, that, was the, that. that was the UK one. No, they were. No, I think they were showing one of the uh, the outdoor venues in Europe, and I think it was Amelia Lenz DJing, and it was very not social distancing. So you saw the crowd, and people were in masks, but Ooh. they were shoulder to shoulder. I don't know how shoulder. I feel about that right so, now. So <laughs> my, my question is, so when you see events like that going on, you know, it's very tough, but, you know, especially as DJs, you know, our performance yeah. in itself is a voice, right, if you're willing to perform. So my question to you is, you know, when you see events like that that are currently taking place, what are your thoughts there? Man, it's it's really tough because you know it, it all depends on to me from an analytical standpoint. It just depends on where that region is with the, the cases and the, the comfort levels set forth by just the statistics and the numbers. Like, it, are they in a safe spot? And is it is it okay? You know, and I'm a very open, loving person, and like I I love being around people. I'm very social, and so this in that regards, it's been very challenging. And, and being forced to wear a mask, although I see the the benefits of it, it's it's a hard habit to get into. I'm not against it, but it's just a hard habit to remember. Like even walking to the store, I get out of my car and I'm walking. I get all the way to the door. I'm like, oh shit, my mask. I gotta go all the way back. <laughs> yes. get my mask. So <laughs> I think we've all done that a couple of times. <laughs> you know. So and I and I think you know from from the outdoor aspect. I think people just need to be smarter and and, and just make make sure they maintain you know six to ten feet away from each other and and stay stay within your your pod or your little group, you know. But I think I think now is I think we just need to wait a little bit longer for for larger events. I've had to postpone two of my events um, indefinitely, pretty much uh, until we get a full release. So uh, it, smaller events, I guess, in my opinion, are okay. Depending on like, you know, who, who you've had those conversations with in the community that who are invited. Uh, I think if you just keep out some safety precautions um, related to, you know, hand washing or face masks or things of that nature, I, I think you'll be okay in the long run. But larger, larger concert type uh, events, I, don't, I think is too soon. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you also throw parties and you're a promoter, so that's that's something that I actually do as well. So a lot of common similarities, but um, just to touch on the topics of, of postponing events, I had to do the same thing 
where uh, I've been running a promotional event company for a couple of years in Toronto and actually had probably some of my biggest events lined up this year. And when COVID happened, um, obviously back in March, just made the decision to postpone everything. And then once the things got more serious, I just decided to essentially cancel them or postpone it definitely until this can come back. And, you know, kind of like what you said that as more news comes in, as we see what's goes on, you know, for me as a, you know, as a DJ and a party planner, you know, I don't feel safe yet. Um, I kind of look at it as, you know, when a new Apple phone comes out, you kind of wait for everyone to get yeah, that generation exactly. phone and see what goes on. So, you know, I kind of want to see how, you know, how do people handle parties? How do people handle events? Just because I don't feel comfortable throwing them yet. Uh, and it's kind of like what yeah. uh, Nikki was saying is, you know, just got to get a little bit more time uh, and just see how things unfold. Just because, you know, uh, you know, there have been some events, uh, even in Toronto, some underground ones that have, have gone and shut down just because it's, you know, too many people indoors. And, and I can sympathize where I know people want to get out and people want to experience and people want to live. But, you know, we've been thrown something that we've never been thrown at before. Yeah. So I just uh, mm -hmm. try to overcome that. You know, that saying the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Yes. <laughs> there's a yeah i know there, there's one or two promoters in the bay area san francisco area oakland area that are starting to throw outdoor events and um to handle any type of safety regulations that are needed but it's still getting some negative feedback in the community and you know now's the, now's just not the time i think people are people need release and if if you don't want to go to the event then don't go I would say for an outdoor event, a small mm -hmm. outdoor event, I would just say allow people to to do what they feel is safe. Um, but Brad, in, in your regards, I I personally would hate to um, be a party promoter and, and know that someone got infected at my party and potentially uh, either died or or yeah, someone the that they love died. I've, of, I'm yeah. I personally know. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my good friends, his sister just passed away and a couple other, uh, people that I know that are in my circle have had people either being really sick or know people that have passed away. So it's definitely starting to get a lot closer and hitting home a lot harder. And it's just, it's just a scary time. Almost definitely. Um, try to move on to some more positive stories with DJing. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll reminisce a bit about, uh, pre COVID times. Yeah. Um, what were some of your, I guess, more favorite events or more, or more favorite traveled events that you got to, uh, maybe, uh, tour or, or some cities that, uh, stuck out in your head before we kind of hit some hometown memories? Uh, I, I haven't ever toured. Um, I, I did have the opportunity to play, um, in San Jose Cabo area, uh, last year. And I thought that was really cool. I played at Mixology and that was, that was a really awesome event. And uh, that was my first pretty much international type of uh, gig, so to speak. Um, it's not a bad place to start. One of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no right. doubt, huh? Uh, one, of the, one of my most fun weekends had to be 2017 Dirty Bird Camp Out down south. Not the LA one, the one in um, oh, the Florida. San Antonio, the Lake San Antonio. Oh, oh the Lake San Antonio one, okay. That, that was just so amazing. <laughs> And then they moved them up to Modesto mm. the last couple of years. And after I went to the 2017 one, I was just like, oh, man, that's where that's when I actually really got really into Desert Hearts. I saw them on that Friday night and they just blew my mind. Mikey Line and Pork Chop. And uh, I've been a diehard fan ever since then. 
their their festival, Desert Hearts Festival, is definitely one on my list to go to. I really want to go to that. Yes, when festivals return, I'm, I'm with you on oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, any festival? Well, I guess while we're talking uh, regards to festivals, any any standout ones that you're excited to revisit when we do get them to come back again? Yeah, uh, I'd like to go to Croatia. I'd like to go to the defected uh, parties, and I'd like to go to BPM. Yes. Uh, heading over to Europe has been on my list for quite some time. That'll be awesome. I also want to do do the uh, the day zero with Damien Lazarus down in uh, Mexico. Oh, cool. Yeah, if they ever let us back so, into Europe. <laughs> I, don't know. I know. One of my good buddies always goes to all of, all of these things. And I'm like, where are you? I'm in Mexico. I'm in Guatemala. I'm like, Jesus, dude. I know. After this, oh, we're all going to get out of so here. I'm never going back. So, but like, just all of these little little festivals mm. in the woods and forests and, and on the beach and things like that. I, I, think, I think connecting music to something organic mm like trees or ocean, it, it is the formula. It, there, there's an element of, of just connectedness that you get with nature and spirituality and people when, when you're in the woods camping, listening to music or on the beach, sunset, sunrise, even, even Burning Man. Uh, it's just, those are just profound ways to really like just bring in the music and connect everybody and everything around you. Awesome. Uh, a lot of the festivals you mentioned definitely, to me in my head, obviously spring up certain labels. And I feel like a question we definitely may have missed was, uh, what labels are you aiming for, uh, whether it be next year or in the future, that you're planning to release some music on? Because obviously, when you mentioned Defected Croatia, uh, or some of these other festivals that are surrounded by nature, you know, start to get in line, you know, Desert Hearts with these labels. So just wondering where you where you plan on aiming for, or where we can expect to see some releases with you in the future. Oh man, I would really love to have releases on Slightly Sizzle Records, Dirty Bird, uh, and Desert Hearts, and Desert Hearts Black. Awesome, very cool. Put it into existence; it'll happen. I'm a big believer oh, yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Now it is. <laughs> All right, and then let's just swing back. Any uh, any Sacramento stories teaching ones? Either ones that were that stick out that are are really funny, or maybe you got like a most embarrassing story. <laughs> Some, something that the listeners can can relate to. Oh man, I don't know if any embarrassing stories, but um, let's see. I'm trying to think. So I I threw a party the I want to say a couple of weeks before I played at Halcyon. It was a Love Unity party. We just had Worthy. Oh yeah, and uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, we had Worthy and Diz, and um, it was right after Diz was playing and Worthy was about to jump on. Uh, the cops came down to the basement. Okay. And so they wanted to talk and then everything was fine. And then the power goes out. Oh my God. So, I mean, I'm stressed out. I, I, I mean, I can't figure out what to do. Like I'm looking at my partner. We're talking to the, the, uh, the, the business owner, you know, so we're out there with our flashlights and our, our phone, our phone flashlights and looking at the breakers. Meanwhile, there's cops waiting upstairs for us. <laughs> So, I mean, this all went down in like three minutes. <laughs> Doesn't it, it always? Like 20. <laughs> like, yeah, it felt like an eternity. And like, I just felt like I was a sweaty mess case, oh. you know, like trying to get through it. Who called the uh, cops? Were they just what waiting happens? for the power to come back on? Uh, no, they, they came. They got a complaint <laughs> from there was an apartment above the restaurant that we, we, we played in the basement. Oh, my God. 
and the restaurant is the street level. And then there was, I guess there was an apartment above that knew we were having a party. And apparently the, the property owner uh, and, or, and, the, and the restaurant owner aren't they didn't get along with the, the person that so it wasn't above, so it, like, it was personal yeah it yeah. wasn't me directly it wasn't our party directly but it, they like oh let's mess them oh. up but luckily the cops didn't shut us down they're like all right we're, we're out of here it's like maybe don't live but above just, like a commercial establishment i don't know <laughs> like come yeah, on it was just overall the timing Jesus yeah <laughs> yeah no doubt no doubt but it was just the timing of them being there and then the yeah. the the, uh, the power goes out the music stops everybody's staring oh at you God. staring at the cops so people probably thought that they turned the music off <laughs> yeah but they, the they like the music cut the off, line so. or whatever <laughs> so i would i would say we lost about eight to ten people but the place was still packed with like 150 <laughs> people nobody like really left it was and it went all the way to wow. three like it was fun yeah once that music came back on i'm sure everyone oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> That's so funny. Man, I miss getting clubs shut down. <laughs> I'm so sad. I know. Uh, Aaron, you were talking about the upgrading of the studio over quarantine. Uh, any pieces you want to mm -hmm. mention that you just recently yeah. purchased? Uh, I got the this Roland, uh, this VR 1HD. It was to... Uh, basically switch screens while I'm recording and put effects into the video. Uh, I haven't really mastered it quite yet. I haven't used it yet. It's still collecting dust, <laughs> but it's definitely something I was looking at for a while and about a month or two into quarantine, um, I, I purchased it. So it's still relatively new and I've been kind of picking at it every so often. Uh, that's pretty much the only hardware I got. I upgraded. I have a blue microphone I, and I bought a, um, a camcorder that I use for for streaming. Oh, cool. So I just put that in and uh, attach all my other webcams to my computer, and now we're off to the races. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I I upgraded my Ableton to ten point one, and got a whole bunch of uh, awesome plugins for my friends. So we're we're starting to dig deep into it. Awesome. Think you can name a couple of plugins? Uh, give our listeners something to. To maybe go do some research, mm -hmm. see see what you're using. Uh, so waves, waves has been a big one, As, and trillion, trillion. Uh, well, yeah, definitely check out waves if you guys haven't. They always have a bunch of bundles and deals going on on their websites. Um, so definitely sign up for their email list uh, in case you haven't already. Uh, what was the other one you said? Trillion. 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 Okay, that's pretty good. You know what else I do too is I, I've actually bought sound packs off other producers and artists. Ooh. Uh, if you know that people mess around, uh, there's a couple of people down south I know. Um, uh, they make their own sound. Mm -hmm. So like, I asked them, hey, send me a little sound pack, you know. And when, if you do that, that's like all personalized sound. Mm -hmm. And it's it's pretty cool when you can, you know, get that type of stuff from other producers. Oh, no, wicked, 100%. Uh, is that something that you would look at maybe doing in the future, releasing like, your own sound pack like on Splice? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, I think just dipping into uh, production right now, making my own music is pretty much what's on my radar at the current time. Okay. Yeah, you have a little more going on, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, entrepreneur, dad, DJ, and producer. Yeah. A little bit of everything. That, that is a full business card. Oh, man. I need a trifold. Trifold brochure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would hold on to that. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's so funny. I like that. <laughs>
Cool. So where can we find you online? Where can we find kind of you were telling us about the movie streaming um, show that you do sometimes? Where can yeah. we find all? Of yeah. That? So. So, yeah. So every uh, every Wednesday, um, I'm part of uh, Movie House Live. It's basically on Twitch. You can twitch TV forward slash Movie House Live. Uh, all one word. And uh, we just have a rotating uh, guest list of local artists in Sacramento. Who picks the movies? Um, Is the artist or the crowd? We make recommendations. Uh, my buddy and I <laughs> that put put it together. Basically, it's like if we if we felt like, hey, let's bring so and so out this this week. We sometimes we ask them, but sometimes we ha- already have the movie in place, and we're like, oh, this this person will Very fit cool. this type of movie. I love that idea. You know, I've never so. heard anything like that before. I'm gonna check that out. It's different. I, I mean, we put the captions on, and you know, we, we mute the the movie, and we just play the. That's you awesome. Know, we just play the music, and we <laughs> rotate. Awesome. So it's a lot of fun. You know, we've been doing it for about, I want to say, 19 or 20 weeks wow. now, and it started off as just me being a guest. Wow. On it, and then all of a sudden, it morphed into me being, you know, co co host with it, and and now we got our girls involved in it, and, and it's fun, and we've got, you know, we're we're bringing the community out, and and we've got a lot of community uh, artists coming in and, and playing, which is which is awesome because it's maintaining that cohesiveness with all of us. Uh, and there's other there's other local Sacramento uh, party promotions going on too. There's a lot of streaming events throughout the week, so everybody's doing their part to to stay afloat. Uh, so yeah, so Movie House Live is on Twitch, uh, and then my you can catch me on Facebook, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Instagram at uh, SubRhythmSac, all one word. Awesome. Uh, so it's all the same address except different uh, prefix. Sac S A C S A C. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. I'm That wraps it up for this week on You're With The DJ. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to Subrhythm's Mix. And that mix will be located at mix.fadenetwork.com slash subrhythm. Thanks for taking time out of your day to share in the love of music. Until next time.